following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan, and it's NBA playoff time. That means big hoops action on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So get in on the action of every game with just a touch of a button on your mobile device, and new customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins, just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. It is a Money Line Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the HUGE show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the HUGE show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the HUGE show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your HUGE opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the HUGE one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time for our number two on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. You also can listen to our free stream weekdays at three there and on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show and you can listen anywhere in America where you get mobile service. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We threw out our bush light, huge question of the day. With Jamison out six games because of the gambling, should the Lions look at a wide receiver at pick 18? Or even if they would trade down in the first round and maybe get a little bit more draft capital, as they say, around draft time? You can answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line, one 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Inside this hour, Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com will tell us uh, how many Wolverines could get drafted this weekend. We'll check in with Comp tomorrow and see how many Spartans could get drafted. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com, the fallout from the gambling. What does it do to the draft? The Lions season. Mike O'Hara from Allen Park within the hour. And then we're less than 60 minutes away from former Major Leaguer John Vanderwall, one of our Tigers MLB insiders in studio. Talking about the Tigers and an ugly series in Baltimore. What about those young hitters? How about Rodriguez and Baez maybe being moved before the trade deadline? How long will it take the Tigers to rebuild or a re-rebuild? We'll hear from Vanderwall here in about an hour. I think Superfly tells me the legendary Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. How you doing, my man? Hey, Billy. Doing great, brother. All right. Uh, the draft this weekend. Who will be the highest, your, your prediction, uh, yep. 
The highest Michigan player selected will go on what round and who? It's going to be early second. I think it's going to be DJ Turner. With the time that he put up, uh, he was absolutely flying. He's got some upside, obviously. Yeah, Michigan cornerback. So I think you're going to see him go early second round, if not late first round. So a lot of people talking that he might slip in there, and uh, you can't coach the speed he has, man. That's just one thing that uh, that you have to notice with him. And then I think Mozzie Smith probably going round two. They're saying somewhere around in the 50s. And uh, I think he's going to have a really nice, long NFL career as well. Extremely strong. That kid has uh, has got everything they're looking for as an interior lineman. So I think those will be the first two guys off the board for Michigan. Who, who might be the highest surprise pick from Jim Harbaugh's team this year? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, you know, I'm looking through, and uh, uh, it's really hard to say. Uh, you know, uh, Mike Morris didn't test well, but this guy's just a football player, and it wouldn't surprise me. Everybody's saying, oh, he's slipping and slipping and slipping. But there are guys like the Baltimore Ravens that love guys like him, and um, I don't think he was 100%. I think that he's going to be uh, in the best shape of his life. He's a guy that I think could move up. Um, another guy, Jake Moody, is a guy I was actually talking to Brandon Cornblue, who runs the Cornblue kicking school and he said you know this is one of those guys that if somebody had the guts would take him you know in the third or fourth round and is going to be a kicker in this league for 20 years and is going to be elite uh, I don't know that that will happen and people are nervous obviously because uh, you're going to get skewered if you take a, a kicker that high and he doesn't pan out but uh, it, that wouldn't stun me and then Olu Olu Atimi is a guy who just keeps moving down boards and this guy is just a guy that continues to produce no he's not doesn't have the elite measurables and and things like that, but he's just uh, an elite player. So wouldn't surprise me to see somebody draft him higher than, you know, I think he's projected fifth or seventh round. It wouldn't surprise me to see him go fourth or fifth round as well. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, where you can follow everything Michigan Athletics 24-7, part of the On3.com team. He's checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee uh, guest line. What, what's the latest on Harbaugh as they prepare for their historical swing? <laughs> yeah, a lot of guys aren't going. You know, I was talking to some of them, and they're staying back to heal up. Uh, Blake Corum started running now, so he's going to be working on getting back to full health. It wouldn't surprise me if Donovan Edwards, I think Trevor Keegan, guys like that, um, are, are sticking back in Ann Arbor, working out and getting healthy. So, um, and they're still they're still negotiating. From what we heard with the NCAA about this stupid Burger Gate thing, and you know, is he going to get a suspended for a game or something at the beginning? of Are the you kidding year? me? I'm not kidding. They're going back and forth, and the NCAA has dug in, and Michigan's dug in, and they said, hey, if you want to try to make an example of us, we'll bury you. And good for them, finally, you know, for uh, uh, because for all that was written about it, uh, and what a joke compared to what's really going out there with people in regards to people breaking the rules. So some rumblings out there that uh, the Michigan-East Carolina game will be a night game to open the season. So keep an eye on that. Uh, we've been talking to coaches and players for our football preview. I'm going to have a ton of stuff at our football summit huge to share with you guys that's about the time we'll be uh writing our football preview stuff but we're doing the interviews now sharon moore uh is this guy's a star i mean he and this this whole staff this is the best staff they've ever had they've got four or five guys right now that could be head coaches honestly and, and guys that should at least be coordinators at this point that are on staff as position coaches mike elston is a guy who doesn't give get enough credit sharon moore and, and i've said this to many people i think sharon moore and Steve Klingscale and guys like that are the future of this program way down the road when Jim Harbaugh decides to move on or retire. So 
uh, that's really good news for the program because you've got guys that love this place and want, are you know want to come back here. They want to go make their marks, and they probably have to prove themselves as head coaches, but they want to be back here. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that, as we've seen in the transition from Bo Schembechler to Gary Muller to Lloyd Carr. Sometimes staying in the program and in house is the best move. And with the stars that they have on the staff right now, I think you're going to see that. Chris Bells from the Wolverines.com joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan from Harbaugh and Michigan football. What's the latest on the new roster for Michigan basketball? And what's the timeline on a decision from Hunter Dickinson? Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Uh, they, they got lost Greg Glenn to the portal. That one didn't surprise me at all. Greg Glenn was a freshman who was kind of a tweener, and a lot of people thought, how is he going to play in the Big Ten? What position? Who is he going to guard? And how is he going to score? And the first interview we had with him back in October, he said he was homesick and uh, really having a hard time adjusting. So, But we wish him well. He's a great kid. He was a friend of the Howard family. Um I think Hunter Dickinson, he went to Kansas. They're throwing a ton of money at him, Bill. Uh, I don't think he was making the, the figures at Michigan that we thought he was. And I know that Michigan hasn't really, at least as of last week, hadn't, hadn't reached out to him in terms of the collective about what's it going to take you to stay. And I know that Kansas is throwing obscene amounts of money. We're talking seven figures here, uh, not just a million, over a million dollars a year. It's much more than that from what we've understood. And he's going to play two years, it sounds like. So he's still going to visit Villanova. Uh, and as he, continues to visit these places the price goes up kentucky and kansas are involved so i'd be stunned if he returned to michigan uh to me kansas uh, from what i've heard will not be outbid when it comes to the nil stuff so uh but he's got an assistant coach at maryland who used to be his high school coach so keep an eye on that one as well so we'll see what really matters to him but the bottom line is for a guy that's not going to be making a ton of money in the nba he's got to get his now i think that's about to happen well, I think in the history of college basketball, Kansas and Kentucky have never been outbid for players. <laughs> you always know what, what, just what to say, man. I, but, that's yeah. all I said, outbid. It could be outbid. Yeah. could be just someone picking you. I didn't say yeah. anything. You know why I asked this question about a decision? Because for what it's worth on Hunter Dickinson's Twitter feed, uh, he still has University of Michigan basketball. Yeah, and he wants to go out. You know what? He loves Michigan. There's no question about it. And uh, at the same time, I think he brought some of his stuff home last week, and I think he's under the realization now that, boy, maybe Michigan just can't compete with these guys. But it's Hunter Dickinson, man. You never really know what to expect with this guy, right? And like I've said many times, he's going to leave with a Michigan degree after three years. It's hard to blame him for going out and getting the money that he deserves and can get right now. I mean, that's the whole point of college, right, is to get your degree and go make some money, and I think this is the best move for him. So if it means he ends up at Kansas for a couple of years, great. If he goes to Maryland in the Big Ten, I think there are going to be a lot of people not real thrilled with that move. So uh, I'd probably be one of them. But that's just college basketball as it is today, Bill. Uh, it is free agency. With with NIL, like we've said many times, with NIL and the portal together, you're talking free agency, and Hunter Dickinson just happens to be the number one overall prospect. And again, I have no idea if this is what the line is on him, but the reason why Michigan basketball is still there that maybe whoever comes up with the best offer outside of Michigan, he wants to make sure he tells Michigan, if you can match it, I'll stay, right? Mm-hmm. 
I think that's probably true, but I think he's probably understands now that that might not be in the cards. And that's unfortunate. And he wants to win, too. We don't have any idea. Michigan has yet to announce these transfer portal signings. And, you know, are all these guys going to qualify? Is Caleb Love going to do, you know, jump through the necessary hoops to be here? And is Michigan going to give him a, a sweet enough NIL deal? If they're not giving it to Dickinson, you know, Caleb Love can go out and get probably close to seven figures somewhere. Somebody taking a chance on him, a desperate program. So uh, I am not convinced that what's on paper right now is going to be the roster that you see. I think there'll be a little bit more movement and uh, I don't, I do not envy these guys, uh, Juwan Howard and his staff, having to navigate that and recruit that in this day and age. It's absurd, but hey, it's just the, the way it is right now. Chris, uh, one final thought going back to Harbaugh and Michigan football, the transfer portal on what's come in, what has left, how's that balance Uh, What are the biggest losses and what are the biggest additions through the spring game and where we're at today with new names going into the transfer portal? How's that balance for Harbaugh going into the upcoming season? Yeah, there will be some more guys who leave. Today there were a couple, A.J. Henning, which, you know, he's been talking about it for a few years and never really materialized as the receiver some thought he could be. Uh, you know, he's not as shifty. He's he's decent with the ball in his hands, pretty good. We've seen him have some good moments here and as a punt returner. But, uh, he, you know, he would have been down on the depth chart this year. There's no question. Same with R.J. Moten, who left today. He didn't play in the TCU game last year. Um, you know, as a healthy scratch, basically. He didn't play much anyway, if at all, uh, because McCarty page has passed him up but that's quality depth that's a guy that started 14 or 15 games here so uh, you hate to see it but again in this day and age these guys want to play these guys have aspirations and Moten was kind of a tweener Um, so we wish him well though great kid and uh, and I think he'll do well wherever he goes in terms of guys coming in Josiah Stewart had an incredible incredible spring and uh, they really like him as a pass rusher Ernest Hausman as a linebacker is going to play a lot the kid is always around the ball a kid from Nebraska and then I was talking to one of the coaches about uh, Ladarius Henderson, who is on campus, Arizona State transfer. They said this kid is could have like an Olu Olu a team effect on that offensive line. Huge kid uh, who is just uh, really getting it done right now in the weight room while he finishes up some classes remotely for Arizona State. So um, they've got all kinds of guys, I, and, and most of them are going to contribute. So they know what they needed. They went out and they got it. Uh, you got to give them credit for for knowing what they needed and doing that. Chris, one final question. Uh, Top three TD reception receivers for J.J. McCarthy this fall? That's a great question. Uh, I think Cornelius Johnson is being overlooked. Uh, Here's a guy that led the team in receiving a couple years ago and uh, when Ronnie Bell got hurt and uh, back for a fifth year. I think you're going to see, you know, he's just a steady guy. And But they can he knows that uh, J.J. McCarthy knows he's a guy he can rely on. I think Roman Wilson, he's added some good weight. He's really done, uh, as long as he stays healthy, he got off to a great start last year, then he was banged up. But we saw what he could do in the um, in the bowl game. And uh, he really had two touchdowns. He got credit, credit for one, and he had over 100 yards receiving. Uh, if he can get stronger and get off the line, which is what he's working on this spring, then I think he's going to have a breakout season. I think you're going to see him over 500 yards and get some of those deep balls because he's one of the fastest guys on the team. And then Colston Loveland at tight end, this kid's special. He's going to be a, a Jake Butt type. Uh, we can go back to some of the guys, geez, in the 80s, Eric Caddis. I can go back to Jeremy Tooman in the 90s. He's going to be one of those receiving tight ends who's going to get a lot of opportunities. Those are the three guys I'd keep an eye on. 
I'm just going to say, undefeated national championship year for Michigan. You can put it down. It's done. April 24th, I dropped it. There you go. If they win three Big Ten titles in a row outright, it'll be the first time in program history. And, wow. and people don't really, yeah. So people don't really understand the, how hard it is to go undefeated, number one. And I'm with you. I think they can, I don't know about undefeated, but I think that they can certainly win another Big Ten. If they are in position to win a Big Ten title against Ohio State, which they better be in November. And can you, I can't think of the last time I said that. They better be, right? Then they're going to have a great opportunity. So, but they probably won't have the same opportunity they had last year in playing at TCU in the semifinal, and that's where they kind of missed an opportunity, I think. But uh, we'll see. You know what, if you get there, even if you lose one game, even some of Ohio State's better teams over the years have lost one game in the Big Ten, then, uh, you know what, then you're going to say, okay, another great year. But they got to go to Penn State. Penn State's got some issues, but even when they are even when they aren't as talented, they are tough to beat in Happy Valley. And one thing we're hearing, too, about these TV contracts, these new contracts, Bill, is that uh, they can have night games in November now. Uh, you know, those are gone by the wayside where they said, well, we can't schedule night games in November. I, I think that's off the table. So you could be playing night games in Happy Valley, for example, on November 15th. So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But uh, it's going to be a fun year. It's hard to believe we have all summer to go and, and, uh, and another month. But uh, lots to look forward to when it comes to Michigan football. Yeah, Ryan Day's looking forward to losing to Michigan three times, getting the hammer, and then the Wolverines will win that third straight Big Ten title, which you said hasn't been done in school history, and then they're going to go win that elusive semifinal game and win the national championship, and I'm putting it all on the arm of J.J. McCarthy, because when you look at returning quarterbacks outside of Williams at USC, right? That That could actually be your title game, maybe. You know, two yeah. future Big Ten opponents. I love it. Chris, everybody can follow Michigan football, the offseason, Michigan basketball, Hunter Dickinson's decision, and more at thewolverine.com. Thanks for everything. We'll talk soon. Anytime, brother. Thank you. Yeah, that's going to be fun with Michigan. And, yeah, you get spoiled if you're a Michigan fan. You look at the last two years, and now they're – I haven't seen them lower than – Two in any of those way too early preseason top 25 college football polls. And yeah, they got some tough road games, but they're going to have McCarthy's experience. Hardball's calling this the best team he's had. They got a swagger. They got the confidence. I still can't get over that they had three weeks to prepare for TCU with those garbage play calls on the goal line. And JJ's pick six, throwing that Deep pass on the sidelines, just a dumb throw. You know, go back to Ohio State. They they were so safe in their deep throws, which were down the middle. So if they're going to get picked off, it's going to be a touchback or it's going to be somewhere Ohio State starting first and 10 at their own 18, right? And TCU, I, I still think they were sitting on their playbook waiting for Georgia, and they thought they were going to be able to get by TCU and bit them right in the behind. Because you look at the way they played in the second half against TCU. They would have put up like 60-plus like Georgia did. Ohio State almost beat Georgia. These people saying, oh, Michigan couldn't have beat Georgia. Stetson Bennett, come on. Just, it was bad coaching. It was the inability to stop TCU, the defensive line. I think Mozzie Smith made one play. The tackle on Johnson, who I wouldn't mind being a Lion at 18 Ah, That's a tough one when you look at how good they played in the second half.
College football's almost here. We're past a half. We're almost to the end of April. May, June, July, you'll get the fall camp. Michigan State. By the way, Spartans did announce that CMU Michigan State's going to be Friday night. I think, did they say September 1st, Superfly? They don't have a time yet. I assume it's going to be a night game probably on the Big Ten Network. I shared the tweet. I I think it's September 1st. It's September 2nd? No, they moved it. You're looking at the wrong thing. You can't do that in a live radio show here. They moved it. I shared the tweet. I'll make sure we get the proper date because I don't need people coming after me. Superfly, I, I shared the tweet. September 1st, they moved it. Thank you. Hmm. That was close to a tirade on air. It has been moved to Friday, September 1st. Game time and TV to be announced. I'm guessing it's a night game. They're not going to play it in the afternoon on Friday, September 1st. Superfly almost said, we got an argument. You you looked at the old schedule. So I'm going to give you a free pass. Not going to bring it up for the complete duration of the next break 20 times. I will not do that. If you want to join in our Bush Light, huge question of the day. With the Jamison gambling suspension of six games, if you're the Lions, do you take the best wide receiver available with that second first-round pick at 18? You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. They have locations all across Michigan. Local decision-makers. They're a bank you can depend on and trust in the great state of Michigan. And thanks to Mercantile Bank for the partnership. And you can answer our huge question of the day at one 838 huge From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MercBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC, equal opportunity employer. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. 
Spend the money with and win up to $100,000 cash every Saturday in April from 5 to 11 p.m. One winner each hour will spin for the win and take home up to hundred grand. Whirl in for $100,000 money wheel only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. I just saw Adam Schefter tweet out that it's official. Aaron Rodgers has been traded to the Jets from the Packers, which is great news for Lions fans. We knew the deal was going to get done sooner than later. Here's what the Jets get. They get Aaron Rodgers as their QB. They get pick number 15. And a 2023 fifth-round pick, number 170, in this year's draft. Packers get pick number 13, a 2023 second-round pick at number 42, a sixth-round pick, number 207, a conditional 2024 second-round pick. That becomes a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays, which he should, unless he is injured. That is fantastic news that this deal didn't break down. You're a Lions fan. You get Aaron Rodgers out of the NFC North. You look at the most experienced quarterback, it's Goff. Right with Cousins, right? Lions, even with the Jamison missing six games, they are an NFC North title contender. And Rodgers leaving, which means you'll get Jordan Love twice. At least that's what it looks like on the outside looking in right now. What if the Packers went and did something crazy and signed like Lamar Jackson? I don't know the complete salary cap structure. Michael Harrell's going to join us. I would think the Aaron Rodgers story might have him occupied Superfly. That's the second time we tried to reach him. I think the Aaron Rodgers story is significant to the Lions. It is. It, it really, if Rodgers would have stayed there, you don't want him coming to your place or going there. Even though the Lions took care of business and denied Rodgers a playoff spot last year. Man, I just... I know Jamison really didn't help the team too much last year and wasn't a key factor. His his big play was called back in that Sunday night win over the Packers, but Rodgers officially traded to the New York Jets. You're a Packers fan. Come on. You've, You've been living high on the hog for a long time. And you had Rodgers. You had Favre. Think about the... You've been blessed. So this is a changing of the guard. So the key is, 
the Vikings or the Lions. Bears, Fields, I'm not sold on him being a passer. And they got DJ Moore, and they're and they, they seem to have a better feel as an organization than they did a year ago. The Lions are primed to win it all. And now with Rodgers officially gone, they need two starters out of six and eighteen. There's no project, guys. I, I don't care. You need two starters. At 6-18, and 18, that can help you win games this fall because your window now has officially opened. Salary cap, eventually having to pay guys. You have golf for a couple of years under contract. Your window is open now with Rodgers gone from the NFC North. So you need two starters. Not a quarterback, not a project, not somebody who two or three years down the road could help. You need instant starters now. Look at the impact of Aiden Hutchinson from last year. Look at Rodrigo. Look at what the draft did for him. That's what they need. That's why I hope if Jalen Carter is there, and from most mock drafts that I've seen, if the culture and the character issues are immaturity, that he's grown from it, that Campbell and Holmes feel that way, Carter could be that game changer. He really could at six. He he could be that game changer. Or if, let's say, the Seahawks took him. And you might get Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech to fall to you at six. He could be another game changer. That's where you're looking at. That, that's why I'm telling you they do not have a lot of depth. We talked to Dan Miller, the voice of the Lions, about an hour ago. I'm looking at 18... And I'm thinking a wide receiver. I really am. You got Montgomery and Swift, and you have the doubts on Swift. Can't stay healthy. Amarant is as good as anybody, but who's your second go-to guy as a receiver? Who's your big play threat at receiver? Who is it? It was going to be, well, it will be after six games of a suspension, Jamison Williams. That's why at 18, I'm, I'm, I'm getting playmakers, man. If I, if I go defense at six, because really to me, it's Will Anderson. If he would drop, most, have, most mock drafts have him in the top three. It's Carter, Jamison, Tyree Wilson, one of those three instant starters. And then at 18, I'm taking receiver now, losing Jamison. I'm not going to wait for six games to see how much he can help us. You're going to need help at the wideout position to start the season with golf. You know, I, I know we all screamed about a tight end. You know, that mayor from ND is tough. I, at 18, you, you just give me another TD target. So is that a red zone TD tight end? And Mayor, is it Quentin Johnson, who we saw torch Michigan and outrun their quick secondary? I Give me somebody like that. Give me a touchdown maker. And it's not B. John Robinson. No, give me a touchdown maker who can catch the damn ball. Because that six games you've lost with Jamison, you don't want it to keep you from winning the NFC North. You don't. You don't want to be 10 and 7 next year and say, man, if we would have had Jamison, we would have been 12 and 5 and 1 home field advantage. No, you got a shot right now. 
You have a shot to go 6-0 and in your division. You should have won in Minnesota last year, led by 10 in the second half. Playing at Chicago is always squirrely, just like Green Bay. But you have a shot to post six wins in your division, three on the road, which means if you would win all of your home games, there's your 12-5. and five. There's your NFC North Championship and 12 wins. You're right there for home field advantage through the playoffs. And that's not crazy talk. I think Ford Field is going to be electric next year for home games. That spins me right back to the importance of a playmaker on defense at six that you draft. That you need somebody who can catch touchdowns at 18. That's where I'm at. It's there. Even, okay, you go eight and one at home, right? I think they have nine games this year at home. I think it is. Eight and one. It rotates every year. Eight and one at home. Oh my God. You could go four and four on the road and still go 12 and five. Now is the time. Playmakers, not corners that we hope work out. Scares me, man. It does. It scares me. It really, Okuda frightens the living daylights out of me that if they go spin that on six on a Gonzalez or a Witherspoon and those guys don't pan out, because I'm sorry, I watch Wisconsin or Illinois play Wisconsin and other teams, and I never saw a DB in the Big Ten where I said this dude is a game changer and a starter from day one in the NFL. Maybe Joey Porter Jr. might be the closest I saw with Penn State. It's there, man. With Rodgers going to the Jets now, it's legit. But they have the window open. And in the NFL, that's a three- to five-year window, and you need to take advantage of it now. Two starters. Don't start trading down or stockpiling draft capital for next year. I don't want to hear that. Do what you did last year. Trade up to make your team stronger. With that 18 pick, give up a second-rounder. Give up a third rounder. Do that. That's where you're at now. The Rodgers official move that Adam Schefter just reported in the last 15 minutes to the New York Jets changes the game officially for the Lions. It changes the level of expectations. That's why the loss of Jamison Williams for six games sucks. That dude let down a team that was ready to maybe go 13-4. and Maybe even better than 13-4. and If you could hold all the W's at home. That means you have to go 5-3 and on the road. 9-0 and at home, you're 14-3. and That's, That guarantees you home field advantage. Some of you may be saying, is he... Is he putting those orange peels in that bush light right now and just pounding them? No, it's real. They went 5-1 and one in the NFC North last year with Rodgers in the division. They won at Green Bay to end the season. I think Jamison would have been worth at least one or two wins in those six games. 
by catching a, a pass, a play, a, a five-yarder, he turns into a 55-yarder. That's just my gut. I have no analysis. It's my gut he was worth a win or two. So that takes you from 9 to 10 or 11. I think the magic number to get home field advantage is 13 with 17 games, right? Mm. Come on. Let's do it. Give me two starters Thursday night, 6 and 18. Playmakers. One defensively at 6, wide receiver at 18, and let's go to that Super Bowl. Home field advantage for the Lions the entire playoffs. The preceding opinion does not reflect the mental state of Bill Simonson, Superfly Hayes, or anybody from the Michigan Sports Network. Any use of my prediction or my prognostication without the express written consent of the Give to Bill Simonson Fund is prohibited. To the callers online, Michigan will hear you next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Got any plans for Mental Health Action Day? You do now. Join us online on Thursday, May 18th from 7 to 9 p.m. for In Tune, a free live stream event featuring performances and conversations with the Verve Pipe, Barrel Bones, Carlos Cece, Cole Hansen, and more. Visit IUnderstandLoveHeals.org to find out how you can log in and join the celebration for free. May 18th is Mental Health Action Day. Take action. Visit IUnderstandLoveHeals.org and join the celebration. Attention hockey parents. The Meyer State Games of Michigan is holding tryouts for their Summer Games Hockey Tournament. Use coupon code HUGESHOW for 10% off registration when you go to stategamesofmichigan.com forward slash hockey. The one, two. Right side. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer St. Louis, Missouri. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute, Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org. Breaking Benjamin. Live in concert in Grand Rapids. With special guests, Bush. And Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena, May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets now. 
You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan on a Moneyline Monday presented by the Sportsbook app called DraftKings. Always use code HUGE when you sign up to get the promo hookups, and they have a huge deal right now with the NBA playoffs going on. DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is offering up this unbelievable $5 NBA playoff pregame Moneyline bet to new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE can make that $5 NBA playoff pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA playoff game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And as I mentioned before, new customers can make a $5 NBA playoff pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE to sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in required. One bonus bet issued based on amount of initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility wagering and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. So get in on the NBA playoff action. Use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you're just jumping in your car or tuning in, it's official. Aaron Rodgers, Adam Schefter from the Bristol Network reported that the trade has been finalized with the New York Jets. So he has gone from the NFC North, which is great news for the Lions. Jordan Love, Cousins, Goff, and Justin Fields are your starting four QBs in the NFC North. Lions, and I I look at Minnesota, are they taking a step back? They still have Jefferson, the best receiver in the division, if not the NFC. That's why the Lions, you know, you got St. Brown, I get it. But I I was harping last segment, give me Jalen Carter, Tyree Wilson or Will Anderson, who's ever there. Game changer on the defensive line, edge rusher with Wilson. And then give me the best receiver on the board at 18. Or even if you have to trade up like you did last year for Jamison, trade up and make sure you get the best game changer at receiver. They need speed. Somebody to separate. They got possession, guys. NFC North is there for the taking for your Detroit Lions. So Rodgers is gone. I mentioned the compensation. It looks like the Packers got a pretty good deal because, you know, Rodgers basically, it was there that he was done and, you know, not coming back. So this is the final compensation per Schefter. 
Jets get Aaron Rodgers, pick number 15, a 2023 fifth-round pick, which would be number 170. Packers get pick number 13, a 2023 second-round pick, number 42, a sixth-round pick, number 207, a conditional 2024 second-round pick that becomes a first-rounder if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays, which he should if he's healthy. So it looks like the Packers got a great haul getting rid of Rodgers. And again, with the salary cap and how much they have to eat, I'm not a capologist. But this is a good deal for the Packers, and Aaron Rodgers gets his wish, and the Jets finally get their franchise quarterback for the first time in a long time. So Aaron Rodgers is out of the NFC North. That is official. We'll have more on all these stories connected to it at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, he calls West Michigan home. He'll be in studio next hour. We'll talk about the Tigers, MLB storylines that are trending. Vanderwall in studio here in just about 10 minutes. Now, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and catch up and listen on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge.